Hi, my name's Nicole. I have been uh, working with Rachel for the past several months. And I would just say, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's natural at what she does. She gives you, you know, advice that I think you can use every single day. She's super real, leads you down the right path. Um, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, her skin camp is exceptional for anyone that wants to take a bit of a deeper dive. It's like being in the bathroom with Rachel. She guides you through everything. She's super passionate about it. You have the ability to watch it over again. Um, by far worth all the investment. I go back to it all the time for reference. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm thrilled that you are joining me here today and our amazing community of high vibe, radiant humans on a mission to live in their best life on the inside and out through various body, mind, spirit, and energy practices that I share here on the show. In today's episode, I am going to talk about why I don't love the EWG, otherwise known as Environmental Working Group Database, some of the issues I see with the database and confusion that you might actually have experienced. I'm also going to be covering ingredients to avoid in your skincare and self-care products while pregnant and breastfeeding. And I'm also going to be giving a couple of updates in regards to how we can optimize our skin health and slow our cellular aging. First of all, if you're new here, welcome. If I haven't yet had the pleasure of connecting with you through a one-on-one call, I warmly invite you to use promo code PODCAST15 and book your one-on-one session with me at rachelbarga.ca and I will give you the customized skin rejuvenation, biohacking recommendations that are going to be in alignment with your budget, lifestyle, values, and goals. That is what I do. Another update is I released first to my current skin campers, my nine keys to skin health and slowing cellular aging. I kind of did a deep dive on the different biohacking options for skin health and slowing aging. And that was really fun. So if you'd like, actually, if you'd like that download, I'll email it to you, but send me a note info at rachelvarga.ca and I will send you that download. It's a really great resource just to kind of remind you, especially of these four aspects of biohacking that in my opinion are the most important for skin health. And you might be surprised that is not actually red light therapy. Red light therapy actually did not make that four-step shortlist as the first thing that you should be looking at. The first thing that we should be looking at in regards to biohacking is how can we clean up our act? How can we clean up our living space, our lifestyle, reduce our toxic exposure? So I talk about things like air, water, light, EMFs, and in the skin camp, I expanded on specifically which biohacking options are going to tick those boxes. So it was a lot of fun. I love those skin camp programs. That's also where I do my dermal rolling demo. And if you're curious what dermal rolling is, it's actually a practice that's been around for a number of decades. And it's a great way to allow things like retinols, copper peptide, hyaluronic acid, glutathione, vitamin B complexes, 
soluble seed actually be absorbed transdermally, but there's a lot of really bad free information out there on dermal rollers. I am happy to share with you, I've been working with dermal rolling with my clients since 2011 and have long-term experience with this. And no, you will not find a dermal roller demo of mine online anywhere because of liability concerns. So when I do a one-on-one -on -one with you, I show you how to use your roller and then I give you um, the instructions that you need. And then in my skincare programs, that's where you actually see me perform skincare applications on myself, peels. That's where I actually do dermal rolling on my face, eyelids, lips, neck, chest, hands, as well as another device that I use. That's where those tutorials are, are in my skin camps. And the dermal rolling demo is coming up in about two weeks. I'm really excited. That's a springskincamp.com. If you've missed this one and you'd like to join the next one, I will be opening up registration for my next one very soon. So stay tuned. You're definitely gonna want to join that. So today I had a lovely time talking with Maria. I did a consultation for her and she said something that really struck me is, I tend to attract a lot of highly discerning clients, clients that really understand the importance of holistic health and don't just believe anything that they're told at face value. And sometimes being a little skeptical is actually a sign of intelligence. <laughs> so sometimes if you, if you maybe think you're being a little too skeptical of things you're hearing and things like that, there's a, a fine line between being paranoid and skeptical, but always be skeptical. And it's, it can be very relaxing for us when we find those who we can trust to share with us information that is hopefully going to be in our highest good and the highest good of humanity and that are very experienced in different topics. So that's why I'm just thrilled on the show when I have um, different practitioners on the show and interviews here. It's, I just love sharing rock stars with you guys. Like, for example, Dr. Amy Horniman for your thyroid and Dr. Erica Gray for genetic testing and Naveen Jain from Viome for gut testing and Rob Pello from Juve and all these innovators that are bringing really interesting things to the table. It's just, I, I can't get over how much I've learned with hosting a podcast. I'm just taking y'all along for the ride while I absorb this information and pass it along to you. So yeah, that really struck me, Maria. Thank you for sharing that it's difficult to find people to trust, especially when it comes to skincare. And I was just uh, checking my email and I got a message from another client of mine, Dawn, and she was really concerned because one of the products that I recommended for her actually had a really high rating in not a good way on EWG. And I knew exactly what I was gonna find when I searched that product on the EWG database. And I'll share with you exactly what I shared with Dear Dawn. And Dawn is a woman, she's from Florida, and she cares about microtoxins and toxicity in her body and is literally doing everything she can to be as healthy and vibrant as possible because the way that we're living now is not conducive to living a toxin-free lifestyle. We're literally exposed to hundreds of toxins a day and being really smart with our skincare and our self-care products is really important. So she brought this product to my attention of 
Rachel, this product has like a 9 out of 10 rating on EWG. And so, of course, I double checked that product on the EWG website, Environmental Grouping, Environmental Working Group website. And I already had an opinion about EWG before. It's very misleading because anytime an ingredient has things like retinol or vitamin A or any type of scent or fragrance, it automatically gives like uh, the two categories, retinol palmitate and the category fragrance have a nine out of 10 rating. So zero is like filtered water and 10 is like the most toxic of the toxic. But it's very misleading for you when you're trying to look at products because what is important to know is that retinol palmitate and vitamin A, hydroquinone, benzyl peroxide, salicylic acid, alpha hydroxy acid, beta hydroxy acid, glycolic acid, lactic acid, basically actives or exfoliants are contraindicated in pregnancy and lactating. And one of the reasons why they're contraindicated is they haven't really been able to be studied because it's actually, well, not actually, already know this, that it is completely unethical to test on a pregnant woman anything, any type of experience, completely unethical because of the unconsenting unborn child and the possible effects that it might have on that soon-to-be human. So this is a big problem when it comes to these types of actives is because it's unethical to test on reproductive toxicity. So what happens with uh, EWG is right away, anytime a product has retinal palmitate in it, it gets a really low score and it's misleading because vitamin A is actually a very potent antioxidant for the skin, as well as internally for even helping to reduce rates of skin cancer when vitamin A is actually in the nutritional diet. And retinal palmitate vitamin A has been used for decades for improving skin cellular turnover, fine lines, wrinkles, tretinoin for acne, all sorts of things. Personally, I do have an opinion on retinol and some of us tolerate it better than others. So there are options if you're still wanting the antioxidant benefits, but you're not wanting the redness, flaking, and dryness that often comes with retinol. So kind of annoying getting these emails from clients when they're like, oh, I got this product and it has like a nine rating because it has retinol palmitate in it. And then I email them back obviously right away and say it is simply because it's a reproductive toxin, especially if you're pregnant and breastfeeding. So that's why I don't always love EWG because it sometimes can be a little bit misleading. Also, anything that has a fragrance in it also gets lumped into that category, even if that fragrance that's used in that product is, say, for example, a phthalate-free pineapple scent, right? So there are a couple of products I work with that, yes, do have fragrances, most of the time, they're like a phthalate-free pineapple, for example, uh, or a phthalate-free French vanilla or essential oils. Uh, 
So what I actually do with the products that I work with, if they have a fragrance, I actually reach out to the company themselves and ask what is in that fragrance because companies don't have to list what the fragrance is because it's their trade secret. And EWG then automatically rates anything that has a fragrance as the ingredient as having like a high toxic profile because fragrance is listed as like a nine out of 10 on EWG. But that fragrance could actually be something like citric acid or tea tree oil, which is in the case of the um, product that my client Don was asking me about. So I thought it was like actually a good learning opportunity. This is why I love working with my one-on-one -on -one clients because the questions that I get through my one-on-one -on -one clients actually allows me to make really great content here on the show to inform you of some of these databases that are available like EWG, but also some of the limitations. That's why finding someone that you can trust to help guide you to make sure you're not adding to your toxic load with your skincare, with your self-care products, and making sure that you're using products that are still going to deliver the results that you're after. Now you can find a product on EWG that has a very low rating uh, from a toxicity perspective, but it might not give you the results that you're after with mature skin needs for say, for example, tone and texture, hyperpigmentation, acne, fine lines and wrinkles, cellular turnover, and basically in a nutshell, mature skin needs. The clean products that I see my clients working with for the most part, at least they're working with clean products, but they're kind of more designed for younger skin. They're really not going to light a candle to some of the other more practitioner grade products that I work with that have higher levels of skin actives. Sometimes, for example, retinol, hydroquinone. Hydro I don't work a lot with hydroquinone. There is, There are some nuances to hydroquinone. Um, actually, I, I do, I will say this though, I work with a UK-based hydroquinone. And as you've heard me say in a previous episode, UK has the um, highest number of ingredients that are banned in skincare of 1300. Canada's about 500 and US with the FDA is 11. So I do choose uh, one specific hydroquinone product that is actually a UK based product. It is the cleanest one that I found. So if you're wanting to focus on hyperpigmentation, I actually have a supplement I can recommend and also a lightening product and also a lactic acid based product that you can use after cleansing. Um, so there's lots of different options, but for the most part, when you're pregnant and breastfeeding, you want to be avoiding skin actives like retinol, hydroquinone, benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, AHA, and BHA, because there hasn't been a ton of data collected on the possible reproductive toxicity impacts, or there's been some preliminary data collected that is making that a questionable ingredient during that time, but it's unable to be actually tested because of the issue of testing on a pregnant or lactating woman because of the possible downstream effects on the unborn child. 
So I hope that that answers your question as to which actives you want to avoid during pregnancy and breastfeeding. I do have some strategies to still be able to address your mature skin needs and acne. So book your one-on-one -on -one with me because there are some ways that you can play around with those actives, but 100% you don't want that anywhere on your chest where your child might be breastfeeding or, or licking and things like that. So that's something that I will help you navigate. Book your one-on-one -on -one with me. And I'm thrilled that you're here. I value your trust. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Email me any questions you have from today's session at info at rachelvarga.ca. And I'll see you on the next episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. Many blessings to you and your loved ones. <laughs>